Okay. This is exciting. Uh, and I apologize that whenever I start uh, one of these rooms, I, I, have to, I have to run upstairs and ask my wife, how do I do it? And she also seems to really not remember how. But now I'm downstairs in the safety of my library. My name is Kirk Fox. Uh, a little winded, but that's okay. That, that's part of life. Sometimes we can be out of breath. Uh, Jared Boxan, nice to see you. Jared, I can't hear you. I see you. Jared, Jared, okay. Not sure, not sure why. Uh, maybe she's on mute. Uh, is there a problem? Uh, I'll invite her to speak. Now she's gone. Okay, now she's back. Well, I'm seeing, okay, now the speaker wasn't working. Well, I'm, but I mean, it was crazy. Uh, we lost, uh, we probably lost two or 300 listeners. I know the one person who came in and out, but I think they left before I even had left. <laughs> uh, no, but they saw your beauty and then saw that you weren't speaking. Mm, probably. That makes uh, sense. Are, are, you, are you with us? How, is everything safe upstairs? You were just here. Well, a lot has, I, I've been gone for 30 seconds. A lot can go off track in 30 seconds. I know, but you don't seem to care. Now, why is that? I don't know, but if you cared, then when I texted you last night that I saw a rat and then I ran, closed the door to the bedroom and ran and didn't leave the bed, assuming that like you'd get off stage and like, oh, there's a rat. I have to go handle this. And then all of a sudden, over an hour later, I get a text back like, Oh, where? I'll be home soon. <laughs> oh, so when you sent that, I thought I answered immediately. I'm sure you did. Did I not? Well, you probably saw it and then intentionally hung out and looked to do another spot so you didn't have to come deal with it. Uh, I don't believe that. I, I think I was about to go on stage when you said there was a rat. No, no, no. You, your, your stage time, I think, was 9.45, and I intentionally sent it at 10.05. I waited a few minutes. <laughs> Interesting. I, I like your style. Okay. Hey, uh, so, Jaron, did I not do the right thing when I came home? Clearly not. Oh, Jaron, we haven't even invited anybody? You hadn't invited anyone. You're the one who came in first. I was trying okay. to say how. I'm not... Uh... Okay, I've invited. I just invited a few people. We'll see if anyone comes in. If not, Scott, you are plenty. Uh, nice to see Paul here. Uh, Kirk Fox with Jaron Box and Paul. Thanks for coming. This this is a, a pretty hot topic today. I guess there was a rat on the premises last night, and I didn't come home quick enough to. I did. She want me to kill the rat? What What did you want to happen? Uh, for you to just have to be scared and suffer with me. Now, the, the title of this is Kirk Wasn't a Hero. You weren't. But the truth is, I was a hero for the rat community. I suppose that's true. So I may have not been a hero to you, but I'm, I'm a big fan of the rat. Was it a rat or a mouse? 
No, it, it was a big, it was gray. I saw it from afar. I'd let the dogs didn't even wake up, which is insane. They were just laying in bed and Kirk's like, oh, the dogs, are ki- did the dogs kill it? I was like, no, the dogs can even acknowledge its existence. It's like they played dumb until, it, wait, they learned from you. They just played dumb. Cause then the second Kirk gets home and opens the door to let them out, they're like, they start smelling around all of a sudden. Then they want to act like heroes once the rat's already gone. Jaron, the truth is, if the dogs aren't concerned, you shouldn't be either. They're aware of what is and is not a threat. Except when they're sleeping. This is not true. A a true dog will wake up if there's danger. Our dogs aren't true dogs. And then I came home. I'm sorry. Ken just snapped his head. He was sleeping and he just woke up to look at me on that. So I guess he disagrees. No, or he does agree. If there's a threat, maybe he thought my tone was threatful. Threatening. You know, threatful. What's the word? So I came home. I looked for the rat. There was food on the table. <clears throat> uh, I think the rat's gone. Yeah, there's great Thai food out there. Kirk's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, I don't know how your food's doing. When did it become your, my food, not our food? Little did he realize. Okay, I there's only one. Little did he realize I didn't wait and decided to eat without him because the food was too good. And thankfully, I got it in before any rat contamination entered my food. Okay, quick question, Jaron Kirk Fox. Uh, I do not want to set a trap for the rat. Our our daughter will step on it and she will get stuck and then she will... What about the safe? You know, you can get the safe traps, the catch and release. They don't have to be death traps. Well, I think even uh, any trap becomes a death trap if a rat has a heart attack. This rat's pretty big. I don't think it would get scared. Okay, uh, question. Uh, hey, Scott, I, I don't like to put you on the, on, on I, I just don't like to pressure you, but rats on boats, thoughts, does it happen? I mean, wouldn't it have to come from land and then be on the boat? Let's find out, Darren. <laughs> it absolutely can happen. It's not going to happen on any of my boats, but uh, I, you know, a couple of things. That hey, don't challenge. Kirk might catch and release this rat just to bring it on to your new catamaran. I'm all about catch and release. I'm right there with you, Kirk. But I'm the one who said catch and release. Kirk seems to think that all that exists is death or let them live. No, the, the traps that you mentioned are perfect. You, you exactly. Catch them in, but do you want those all over your house? Hey, Scott, Kirk. Fox. I think there's only two places Hi, really it could have come in unless Kirk left a door open, which is also possible. It either had to come down the chimney or Kirk thinks maybe the shower in the primary bathroom. But I to Kirk's original question, how do you know it was a, a rat it, it, with okay. all the animals you're feeding out in the backyard? It could be anything. Exactly. I saw, it. I saw it with my own two eyes. OK, uh, Jaron, <laughs> yeah. Kirk Fox. Weren't you about 40 feet away from the rat? I mean, I could go measure to be exact. I would say it was closer to 25 feet. Okay. Uh, you were in bed and it was dark and you were watching It was television. not dark. I was not watching TV yet. So I was actually very focused because I was in the middle of talking on the phone to Maria. Okay. Uh, Scott, can, can, Scott can confirm that even talking on the phone means you're not that focused. Uh, no, talking on the... I can absolutely No, I wasn't that focused on the talking on the phone part, probably. But you were focused on possibly movement in a hallway 25 feet away. Yes. 
Interesting. Because hey, I had the TV paused. What else was I supposed to look at if I'm talking on the phone? Good point, Jaron. Hey, uh, Scott, Kirk Fox, uh, do you Thanks. think because it's actually a catamaran and cats do not like rats, is that why you think there will be no rats on your boat? That's a good point. Uh, no, I think it's just there's going to be too much going on and there's nowhere to hide. And uh, I'm pretty I'm a kind of a clean freak when, and, and I'm, I like things in their places. So I, I will know if any if there's any stowaway, uh, I'll know pretty quick. Scott, but once, rats, you're off, once you're off land, what do you do? They, they're great swimmers. They so are. Scott, if you found a rat oh, on yeah. your on your vessel at sea, you would throw it off. No, I would probably try to make a little. I no, I would actually. I would house it. Would until, you send it in a raft? No, I would house it until we got back to shore. That's what I would do. Are you sure you I wouldn't? Like that, I, I I would envision you having a Viking funeral for it. A, a Viking? I missed that last part. The Viking funeral. No, I would not do that to a poor <laughs> innocent animal survive. I would absolutely only to Kirk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Jaron, Jaron, Kirk Fox. That would be a homicide if the rat is on a little raft and not yet deceased. Uh, I'm aware what it would that, be. <laughs> I'm just saying you I want actually, the Viking. Kirk would do the Viking funeral, but he would ask to be on the raft with the rat. Hey, Scott, Kirk, Kirk Fox, yeah. uh, highly intelligent with, uh, with my questions. Uh, bubonic yeah. plague, uh, <laughs> bubonic plague, was it uh, transported on vessels? Do you know? It was transported via flea. Okay. And more than likely, yes. So that's, on a, on that's one of the big fears of disease is transporting it from location to location, correct? Yeah, you've got vectors for disease in your backyard. You've got those deer. I know, but the deer are gone and I feel safe till at least the summer. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, Scott, anything else you need to know? I mean, no, ticks, I, also, ticks are far from as rampant in our warmer climates than they are in some other areas. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, ticks are making a, a full on. Uh, they're everywhere. I mean, and there's, I, 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 those are probably my least favorite creature on the planet, quite frankly. I can deal with it. So would you kill? <laughs> That's the only one you'll kill? I will. I have no hesitation killing a tick. I don't. I, I yes. There are every other animal. Well, mosquitoes and ticks. What, I was about to say, what about a mosquito? Yeah, no. Mosquitoes, you'll kill too. That's, I, I had to work hard to convince Kirk that mosquitoes need to be killed. He kept trying to... I still, don't be, I still don't believe it, if I may in, interject. That's a word. Uh, uh, yeah, until they started biting you. And then somehow you all of a sudden were like, oh, you know, you're right. I think those need to be killed. Like, oh, I've only been that, saying that, this for uh, 100 bites ago. Good point, Jaron. Yeah, they forfeit the right to live once they land on your arm. Uh, yeah. I'm a fan of all sentient beings. Uh, I would say at that moment in time, uh, my ego got involved and I felt that that mosquito came after me personally. But as I, as I, look, as I <laughs> look back now, I apologize for even suggesting a homicide for someone that feels. Do they feel? Of course, it, you know what? I, I really appreciate that, Kirk. You know what? I'm, I'm right there with you. That's, I try to live like that. I really do. I, I think, and I've tried to give my kids that same kind of, it, it's, I don't know. 
I, I believe that. But 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 you're saying, Scott Kirk Fox again. Uh, you're saying it goes out the window with regards to a tick and a mosquito. Yeah, it has to. They they they're just yeah. It has to. I mean, but here's the thing: where do you intelligence like you know? Uh, consciousness, you know, all these things that you have to, I don't know. Now it's, you know, for me, this is all part of the stuff I think about. So as you're bringing it up, absolutely. A tick, however, the amount of disease they carry, you cannot, what I'll do is I'll take them if they're alive and I'll usually take them to the health authority. We pulled them off our dogs and and, uh, off of people. Really? Oh yeah, because then they can test it for Lyme disease. If it's alive. Interesting. And if it is alive, it'll be a new approach you take to your next step will be different. If it's alive, I'll put it in a tube and I'll take it to the health authority and they will test it. Now, what will that, how far from your house, wait, how far from your house is this health authority? They're everywhere. They're, you know, there's probably two or three on, uh, in the coast. I'm just wondering how far you're willing to go to get this tick tested. Well, typically they're coming off of, we're at our cabin and then I, from the cabin, I have to store the tick for at least a weekend and then we take it to the health authorities. So we're probably 48 hours and, and, uh, and 50 kilometers away. Kirk, did you know that there was a cabin involved in this? No, I did not know there was a cabin, but I'm also fascinated that there is actually a health authority. Do we have one in our neighborhood, uh, Jaron? I mean, are they everywhere? Is this a Canada thing? <laughs> this is, well, your health unit. You've got health units there, right? We do not. I'm sure we do somewhere. We have to somewhere. Well, how come this is the first time hearing that? Uh, you have a- like CDC and stuff. I don't know if they would test a tick for you, though. Jaron, we have to find out. Scott, this, let me tell you why I'm on call in. Because of this. To learn from Scott? (laughs) (laughs) Not just Scott. I'm learning from Kirk. uh, Kirk Fox. Not just from Scott. Just from the fact that we come on here for a moment in time to share the joy of our marriage, bring laughter to the world. And I'm educated that there is a man, I don't need to put a name to it, they will find a tick and, and spend half the day taking this tick to the health authority just to get out of the house and away from his family. I know, it sounds like he'll spend 48 hours. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So this is a two-day adventure for something that instead of killing, you think it's better to take it on vacation. Uh, what if he's so taking it? What if he's taking it there to get it tested for Lyme disease? If it has Lyme disease, he's bringing it back and suddenly giving it to his wife or something. Well, I don't know if he's God. treating it like a weapon. Is I there thought a- you would do that to me. <laughs> hey, Scott, Kirk Fox. Yeah. Hey, Kirk. Hey, how are you? It's nice to see that you're so happy uh, today. We're bringing laughter to someone, Jaron. Uh, question. Uh, what happens if it does have Lyme disease? Then they notify us and I can, we can take steps for whoever the tick was on, or if it was on one of the dogs, then we can, we can go from there. But you know, Lyme disease is, is there anything you can do though? Once if it has Lyme disease and it fit you, I mean, are you, you know, what's crazy? Anything you can do? we had one specialist in all of British Columbia who retired. And I think now they're treating with antibiotics and some other maybe steroid, uh, but it's, it's really hard to treat. So that's, um, yeah, that's. I thought it was once you get it, you're, there's nothing you can really do except for uh, try to improve. 
It's just like marriage. A, a Lyme disease <laughs> is like marriage. Once you get it, you just have to find a way to survive it. I also I, I, know, I think marriage. I think marriages are easier to end than Lyme disease. I think marriage. Are I look at marriage, Jim. Yeah, and that's especially if there's a solid prenup. Oh, go ahead, Jaren. Sorry. No, he asked if they are, and I said, yeah. If there's a solid prenup, then it's easier to end a marriage than it is. No, you got the, you got the kids involved. What if there's no kids? The there's marriages without family. I'm not talking about Kirk and mine. We don't have a prenup, so now I'm stuck with him. But uh, hey, Scott Kirk Fox, I I look at marriage like a hernia. Sometimes you just hope <laughs> it goes. Sometimes you just hope it goes away on its own. Oh, that's funny. Thank you so much. I'm a professional comedian. Uh, <laughs> hey, Scott Kirk Fox. Last question because Jaron has Pilates yes. to do. I think this was a strong uh, effort toward call-in. Uh, what do you think, and I'll, I'll look into it also, uh, Kirk Fox, with the question. Uh, a home, how about a home kit oh, up, where Kirk. you can test a tick yourself for Lyme disease? Is this possible? Scott. Scott, Kirk Fox, did something happen to Scott? You, I think it I must be yours, Scott. I heard, phone, but you broke up. I I heard home testing kit. You could. Oh, Scott's in trouble. Yeah, Jeremy. Scott broke up. I know because he said he couldn't. Okay, so what out. I what I what, okay, I, he's what back. I heard was home testing kit. That's all you heard. Oh, Scott's in trouble. Uh, let me just, <laughs> Jaron. I'm going to go ahead and rephrase the question because I think okay. he only heard a, a piece of it. Scott, are you there? I, I heard home testing kit. That's a great idea. Okay, thank you. I, I was wondering if you thought that that was a good idea to do a home testing kit for the tick. Now, are you of against course. it because it would keep you at home with your family? <laughs> no, you know what? I I don't go any – if I'm traveling or on any adventure or any, anything that is considered travel, I'm taking my kids with me. I, I am at the point now where I feel that – you know, if I go by myself and I make excuses to do that, usually it's about 24 hours and I'm calling home. Scott, Kirk Fox, not only, you, not only do you live in fear, you take them with you. I have wow. to. This is great. What's this, life, what's this life about if you can't share it with other people, right? I don't know, Scott. That seems like a question I have no answer for. I know. I feel like Kirk and I live for alone time. <laughs> No, I have a feeling that Kirk knows exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, like, Kirk, when he goes out of town, we barely talk. He, he goes sometimes, he'll go with friends, and they're always like, you guys really don't talk very much, do It's you? probably because he's holding back, knowing that if he, he doesn't want to give you that window of, you know, for you to say, oh, I know you miss me. But he, he wants to call you, but he no, can't. He's holding I, himself back. No, I think... I don't know. Uh, Scott, we joked this morning that... Uh, my assisted suicide is Jaron simply by existing. <laughs> well, I did tell him yesterday, don't worry, I'll, I'll help you with assisted suicide. And he said, uh, thanks, that was a nice offer. He'll think about it. And then he told the guard at our school, which is totally what you're supposed to tell somebody with a gun, is that, you know, my wife's trying to have assisted <laughs> yeah. suicide. Cool. But, uh, and then he said that his suicide note would be me. <laughs> wow. That's How a, great is that? That's definitely hey, but, a, a, that definitely breaks the uh, ice, eh? 
I wrote a poem today. Would you like to hear it? Oh, no. Absolutely. I haven't heard it. I'm scared. Would you like to hear it, Scott? No, absolutely. Now, yes, please. You have to know that it has nothing to do with me. It, it was based on the laughter that came with what we were discussing this morning. Okay, ready? And Scott, as a Buddha, you will love this. Ready. Ready? Ready. Laughter is my payment. My brand is anonymity. I've worked hard to get where I'm not. And yet I want a Porsche 911 and a gold Rolex Daytona. I'm full of shit and I want to wipe my ass with silk. I ride the middle, neither swayed by praise or blame. Between the sides I dance, homicide and suicide. All suicides are assisted. You are my note. This is not funny. I think it is. That's the joke. Does that count as a poem? It's funny and deep. It's funny. It, 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 that was actually, I like it. I know, but of I course you do. some I'm, sort of like a rhyming structure here. I don't know what it was, but it came from my heart. And I said it out loud to Scott, and he—he's better for having heard it. Yeah, but you, I got stuck on Daytona because I'm trying to get one, and I, I there's yeah. As soon as you said that, I and then I and then it took me a moment. I know we've been on the search for a few for years. I feel like for the Pepsi or a Batman, one of the two. Well, the search him. could we could find it. I just don't want to. Pay the street value, Scott. Well, no, I'm saying find it new. You're not. Yeah. You want to pay MSRP. You don't want to have to pay the marked up premium. And you don't right, want to rip it up that, the real. Look, they. I ended up buying a yacht master because I couldn't get a Daytona. So I know these are. I know. This is eventually what Colin always gets down to the cash. I should. Probably not. Yeah, we should probably delete that part of me talking about Rolexes. That's not a. Uh, hey, you're in Canada. You're safe up there. What? We're not allowed to talk about Porsches and Daytona. Well, no. I mean, you don't want people breaking into your house, especially in LA. They're going after watches. That's the prime thing that they're robbing people for. They see a flashy watch and you're getting followed home, or you're getting robbed at gunpoint. Well, that's that's on Scott. I have nothing. I have nothing here yeah. except hopes and dreams. <laughs> if they want to steal. That. By the way. That 911, the new 911s are, they are nice. But do you not catch yourself saying, hey, you know, I got a young daughter. The future is electric. There's some pretty nice. They have the Taycan and it is so nice. I love the Porsche Taycan. They I'm, are nice. I'm a bicycle guy. I just want a bicycle. No, we just want to ride a bike. probably end yeah. up with a Taycan. <laughs> You see Kirk riding home and up from the. I heard in one of your shows you're close to the comedy club, or the comedy. Yes, store. I would. Yeah. I would ride a bike to work. Oh, would you? Of course, Scott. It's all downhill. It is. Uh, easy. Yeah. It's the coming home would be a struggle. He'd be calling me to pick him up at the bottom of our street. Jaron Kirk uh, Fox. A bike rack on the car. Uh, Jaron Kirk Fox. Coming home is a struggle. Whether I'm on a bike, uh, a helicopter. Or uh, a Taycan. That's true, but one's a mental struggle and one is mental and physical. Good point, Jaron. Uh, Jaron, anything you else? Anything else you <laughs> need to say to the world? No, no. Okay. Uh, find Kirk a Batman or a Pepsi Rolex. No. Uh, 
I, I need nothing. I like a nice Timex or a sundial. I'm fine. Okay, so find me the Pepsi or the uh, Batman. Thanks. Okay, bottom line, uh, ticks are people too. Would you take the Coca-Cola? I don't like it as much. <laughs> no, you know what, Chef? Sorry. Sorry, Kirk. I, you know, yeah, the, Kirk, they're not people too, but... Now you got me stuck on Rolexes. Sorry, I and I, I it's uh, find us our yeah, Rolex. No, they, Kirk can keep an eye out for yours, your Daytona, and you can find us the Pepsi. Or Pepsi. Holy shit! Before I go, Scott, you get flustered thinking about Rolexes the way I do naked women. Yeah, you know what? Probably at my age, it's that might be why because of my age. I'm, I, I'm, I'm you're the same age as Kirk, I think. Maybe hey, Jerry, let's let. We got to let Scott go take a cold shower and just get back to <laughs> his day. Yeah. No, it's a ch- right. you know what it becomes <laughs> with the Rolex thing it's become a challenge now. Just trying to to get one. It's it's that it's not even about having it. It's just if I can get one and I'm not you're to you I know I, it's it's and not I'm not bullshit. You know, market prices. Rolex knew what it was doing. It's it's just all a, a calculated uh, extortion of the rich. Maybe. What do you mean maybe? Well, is you it, isn't it like the is it the automatic Peugeot that just came out with like some thirty five thousand uh, dollar one that now is already going for like triple? Of course. All right, yeah, let, all right, Jaron, go do Pilates. Scott, thank you. Charlie, it was nice to have you here. Uh, my name's Kirk Fox. This was Beauty and the Beast. I am the beauty. Jaron is the beast. Correct. Yeah, and Charlie, work on the watches. Uh, that's all right. Charlie, do what you got to do. We need to give somebody homework. You got Scott on it. Get Charlie. Get everyone. You can have anyone uh, okay. this, try as to long, find as it As long as you. everyone's looking for Rolexes. They're not for Yeah, me. just make everyone look. Not for me, though. Okay, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>